and to Jesus be the glory today and so wonderful to be with you wonderful beloved people of God a great day today I have with me today dear Luis because dear Chetty is not feeling well so Luis a wonderful Christian young man whom I've known for a long time is here you want to say hello he loves the Lord this guy too he's a wonderful people well, today I want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you in the Lord. I want to encourage you in what the Bible says <clears throat> about needs. You know, we all face moments when we have needs. And the Lord promised that He will take care of our needs. He said, casting all your care on Him. He cares for you. And I want to talk to all of you, including you, because I think all of us have moments when we just don't know how will God do it? How will it happen? We face difficult situations. And I may be talking to someone today who really needs this. And so, Father, we come in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray you'll speak to your people in a very powerful way today. Lord, bless them. Give them that peace they need today. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you remember that song, God will make a way where there seems to be no way because he's God Almighty. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. Now, I know you know all this, but when you are going through a problem, you need to hear it again because faith cometh by hearing, not by what we heard a week ago, but what we hear now, we need it because faith is faith was, you know, faith didn't say faith was, faith is meaning we need it now so I just want to talk to you as your brother one on one on the importance of trusting the Lord when things look impossible number one the word impossible does not exist in heaven the word impossible never existed in heaven, never will it doesn't exist with God the Father. doesn't exist with God the Son. doesn't exist with God the Holy Spirit. The problem is we limit God because sometimes we question His promise. We all have. I've done that. You've done that. You've done that. Because when the problems become so massive, all we see is the problem. We're not able to look beyond it. And today I want to just talk to you so you can look beyond it. I faced situations that you probably will never face in your life. Can you believe I was on a plane one time? I told you that maybe once or twice. Maybe some of you have never heard me talk about it. Well, we got lost over the Pacific Ocean at night. I was on a private plane flying back from Tokyo years ago, years ago. I don't fly private anymore, thank God. But years ago I did. And I got lost over the Pacific Ocean. All of us did. In those days, they did not have GPS. All four systems for navigation went out. And I prayed, I said, Lord, help us. Saints, he spoke to me and said, all is well. The pilots were beside themselves. Nobody knew what to do. They were running out of fuel on the plane. 300 miles away from Hawaii, we just left Tokyo, you know, hours before. I, I had a big crusade in Tokyo, 
on my way to Hawaii for fuel. And then we're going to spend the night and go on the, you know, next day, a nine hour something flight. And now we're almost out of fuel and they don't know where Hawaii is. They, they got lost. God came through for me. Or the time I was on a, on a plane crash when the Lord saved my life because we called upon the Lord. And look, you know, such situations you may never face in your life. I have. I have. I've had the news media come, come at me when my staff thought it's, it's, it's over. And I said, no, it's not over. I said, God called me and that's just all there is to it. And I trusted the Lord. Nothing happened. So I have faced great dangers. And I'm sure you have too. But God Almighty answered every cry, every prayer. The Bible says, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you. You will glorify me. That's happened in my life more than once. More than once. Even on the highway more than once. When we're saved from an accident. So, today you may be facing some situation where you need to hear this. You need to be encouraged that our God is a present help in time of trouble. A present help. Not tomorrow, like now. He will come through today. And I'm talking to somebody, I sense it very, very strongly, that really needs to hear this. Now, in most cases, it's not planes where they run out of fuel like we did when we crashed. Or getting lost over the the ocean. Or some other problem. Most times it's problems with family or finances. The number one request to any ministry, not just ours, is about finance. Because that's, you know, 90% of our time is spent thinking about food, clothing, shelter, jobs, on and on. And you know what I found? This will shock you. Jesus talked talked more about money in the New Testament than he did anything else. The parables. Think about all the parables. If you look at how many times the Lord spoke about things that are connected to money, you'd be amazed. Even in the Sermon on the Mount, where he says, Oh, you of little faith. Trust God. God takes, takes care of the, of the sparrows and on and on. What was that all about? It was about things we need for our body or our food or our shelter. Well, that's money then, right? So if, if the Lord talked about money more than he did about anything else in the New Testament, in the Gospels, check me out. It's all there. How much more is that important? Think about this. I mean, if it's that important to God to, to talk about it so much and to care so much, should not that be important to us? And how much more to Him? So, we need to understand He really cares about our finances. He really cares about our families. He really cares about our, our future. Catherine Woman used to always talk, talk about that God just wants to hear our whisper from our hearts and he'll, he'll answer it because He really cares about the details in our life. Some details that we don't care about, God cares about. Do you ever care about counting your hair? 
No, but he does. Do you care about you know, how many hairs fall off every day? But God does. I mean, I don't even pay attention to how many hairs I lose a day, as we all do. But God cares. And we all, you know, know the song or heard the song or sing the song. His eyes on the sparrow. He watches over me. Well, let's begin to believe it, that God really, really cares. And I know today I'm not really teaching. I'm talking to you because this is a heart-to-heart talk to just encourage you in the Lord. So let's talk about when these problems arise financially. What do we do? Well, first we pray. We call upon the Lord. We take time in His presence. We talk to Him about the needs we have in our life. That's number one, because that lifts the burden. That's how we cast all our cares upon Him. And casting our cares upon Him, you know, means you have to be in His presence long enough to do it. Where Jesus becomes real enough for you to say, Lord, here, here's my problem. I can't handle it. So today, spend time with the Lord. And then just pour your heart out to him and say, Lord, I really need, need a, a miracle in this problem, with this problem. And God will give you peace that passeth all understanding. It says, make your request known. So we have to do that. Secondly, we take the promises of God from his word, where he promised to bless us, whether in something physical or something emotional or something else, or financial. Now we say, Lord, your word says, because see, God loves this. The Bible says, this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, well, we have to know what his will is, right? Before we can even bring that request. So now we we present to him his word, and say, Lord, here's what your word says. You know, I loved it when, in the book of Acts, when the apostles were threatened by the Pharisees, they went back and said, Lord, behold their threatenings. And then they, they said, you, by the mouth of your prophets, you said. And they repeated Psalm 2, you know. And they said, stretch your hands that signs and wonders may be done in the name of your holy son, Jesus. And the power of God fell again. And they were under threat from the, the Pharisees. It didn't stop them. It didn't stop their faith. And all God looks for is our faith in such times. And faith means no struggle. When people go swimming, if they struggle, they drown. If they relax, they float. It's time to relax. Let God take care of it. And we need to give God the time to fix it. And cooperate with Him. Give him something to use. And our faith is what he uses. He needs something to use. That's why it says nothing is impossible with God, not to God. Because to God means he'll do it by himself. But God chose not to do it by himself. That's why it says with God. God needs a partner. God needs someone to believe his word, to cooperate with him. So today as you go to the Lord... Have a point of contact. Every miracle demands a point of contact. A faith moment. When we become, when we connect with the Lord. So, 
if I need something spiritual, or if you need something spiritual, we go to the Lord in prayer, and we connect with Him by faith. Now, if someone needs something physical, 2,000 years ago, they touched the hem of His garment. They had to do something. But now, you know, there was a, a blind man one day who didn't... Uh, who could not see his garment to touch it. So what did Jesus say to him? He said, what is it you, you're looking for? His name was Bartimaeus, remember him? He said that I might receive my sight. That, at that moment, he had a point of contact with the Lord. He was talking to him and said, Lord, I want my sight. Now, in our case, our faith is that point of contact. And the minute we connect with the Lord by faith, miracles happen. And it always requires from us something to give God to work with. Always. Now, faith is something we do. That's why I believe people, when they get saved, need to make a public confession. It's an act of faith. Or baptism, an act of faith. Or when someone gets healed, why do we say, you know, put your hand on your body or stretch your hands towards me and I will stretch my hands towards you? It's a point of contact. It, all it is, it releases faith. It's not the actual where you stretch your hands. No, it's what the heart sees in it. It's what happens on the inside of you. It releases faith. And so when you need, you need a touch from God, you have to release your faith. And when it comes to finances, it's through giving. Giving is the point of contact. So every miracle demands an act. A spiritual miracle, spiritual act. A physical miracle, physical act. A financial miracle, a financial act. And when you do that, that amazing miracle happens. I've never known one time in my life where I needed a miracle financially and, and it came without me giving a seed. Never. I could pray till my face turns red, blue and yellow. Nothing happens. But the minute I give, the minute I sow, miracles happen. So you can pray and your face can turn blue, nothing's gonna happen. Till you act. Till you act. Because prayer is also action. Prayer is an, is an act of faith. And so we have to obey the principles of the Bible. So David prayed for prosperity, but also sowed for prosperity. He understood it's not just about asking, it's about sowing too. Because sowing is my doing, it's my faith doing, it's my faith working. Think about all the great patriarchs that understood the power of sowing seed. Whether it was Abraham, who gave a tithe to Melchizedek and was a giver, we, we see throughout his life. Or whether it's Isaac, or whether it's Jacob who said to God, if you take care of me, I'll give you 10%. And he was a giver continually. When Abraham came into the promised land, what did he do? He built an altar. He gave a sacrificial animal as an offering to God. 
he every time someone built an altar, he was giving an offering. Noah before him, all of them. So giving, they understood that giving is what releases the blessings of heaven. They were all givers. David was a giver. Solomon was a giver. All the prophets were givers. The apostles were all givers. Now, prosperity doesn't mean you're going to have millions in the bank. Some, some people do. But I think the more money people have, the more trouble they have, to be honest with you. So Paul said, in all I'm content. In whatsoever state I am, I'm content. And then he says, I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, people will be shocked to know this. He said that about money. And that, did you know that? Because when we read Philippians and we take that verse out, I can do all things through Christ. But what was Paul talking about? He was talking about needs in his life. Financial needs in his life. He said, whether I don't have money, I'm content. Whether I have it, I'm content. And then he said, I can do all things. Isn't that so powerful? So people don't think about that portion as connected to money. Of course it is, if you look at that chapter properly. So we can also say, in all things I'm content. When it's little, I'm content. When it's much, I'm content. Because God meets all my needs. So real prosperity is no lack. No lack. None lacked among them. Elijah did not lack. The Lord never lacked. And they sure did not have a home to live in. Or a bicycle to drive. Or things we think about people needing. Jesus said what? He said, the foxes have holes and the birds have nests. I have nowhere to lay my head. But he had no lack. A fish paid his taxes. Think about that. Or Elijah. The ravens, you know, fed him. No lack. Or Paul the Apostle said, no lack. So we never lack in our life. God never promised us lack. And all we have to do is obey him and trust him. Now, whatever need you are facing today, whether it's financial or, or something else, I want to pray with you. And please, I tell you one thing today. Do not give up. Do not give up. Giving up means loss. Never give up. All is well. Father, in the name of Jesus, meet that need. In the name of Jesus, answer that prayer. In the name of Jesus, give them that miracle they need today. In your most glorious, awesome, matchless name, Jesus. Lord, meet that need in their life for your glory. Whatever it is, Lord, take that fear away. You will make a way, as you always have, out of the problem. You're a present help in time of trouble. I give you praise. Lord, if it's also about family or children or problems with family, let peace return. Let joy return in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, every day, I minister the word. On Friday, most times, I just want to encourage you, pray with you. So on Monday, we're going to get back to teaching the Word. 
join me again. I pray you've been blessed this week by the word of God. And I will never forget you. And Jesus will never forget you especially. Much love. I'll see you Monday. Have a blessed, blessed weekend. And now you can give on the platform you're watching me on. Or you can go to our website, benihin.org. Or simply text BHM45777. The Lord bless you. All is well. All is well in Jesus' name. Amen.